0: Hi, my name is Stacey. I'm your host for Dump. Thank you for tuning in. This is the third episode, which is about how social activism burned me out. Before starting though, I would love to say happy Black History Month. Um, As black people, I want us to still feel celebrated every 12 month of the year. Uh, We're black all day, every day, not just the shortest month of the year. So, but still happy Black History Month. I hope you get your reparations. I hope you laugh. I hope you leave your black joy. I hope you enjoy. So, uh, starting with this episode, as I said, it's about social activism and how it's actually, I think, burning our society out, especially Gen Zers, in the sense of, as like when I was 13 years old, I don't know why, but I felt the very strong urge to save the world. And you ask me, how would you save the world at 13 years old i have no idea don't ask me but i felt the very pressured um like you need to do something (laughs) you need to help (laughs) i don't know why but it happened and for for that reason being from a very young age i mean from a very young age i would say around the age of probably 12 14 year old i started reading it started with james baldwin I love James Baldwin. He is the absolute icon that I needed when I was younger to affirm my blackness and uh, every com- everything that comes in between when it comes to hi- when it comes to his identity. So it just. it it was very refreshing to have james baldwin around well he wasn't around my time but to just have him his identity and his books around because he did really inspire me and when i started with his book i started with giovanni's room i'm never gonna forget that that book because it was my first book that i read of his it was an amazing book truly you should read it um it's an lgbtq book because if you didn't know james baldwin was queer and um yeah like he impacted me so much and his work truly just speaks to me I think it, it speaks to a lot of people so I, it first started with James Baldwin my, my, and my obsession with him then it went to reading about feminism and I think one thing that i feel like that's just so weird when it comes to reading all these things is you never really have nuances in the sense of like when i was younger i kept telling people that i i was a feminist but really my feminism was really being a white feminist and i think some books that i read when i was younger because i was going through this little thing with my white friend too and she was also a feminist but to her there was really nothing wrong with what she was reading reading you know but when it comes to me I have so many intersectionalities coming in that I'm just like wait that doesn't really speak to me and I was such a rad femme and you asked me how were you a rad femme as as, at 13 and 14 I have no clue (laughs) but yeah like all of these happened and I kind of got into um yeah as I said feminism then I got into socialism and Uh, Marxism (laughs) it it went into a lot of things before I even hit 16 years old so by 16 I wanted to be the change I wanted to do all these things that I had no clue how to actually do these changes so yeah we're gonna talk about all of that and how really that impacts I think or a generation or a person Um, So as I said, here I wrote, started reading in my early teens, around 14 years old, and it started with James Baldwin. I read a lot and I tried to educate people. I feel like most of the work that I tried to do, though I was educated, I was educating my own self and talking to my friends who were interested in that at the time, Um, it never really went beyond beyond that and social media and I think what our our generation tried to do and I think it's a very positive thing though it's not the most um I mean it it, I would say it works right now especially after what happened in 2020 but before 2020 I feel like there wasn't much you could have done I don't know I'm probably wrong maybe I didn't search enough when I was younger but I feel like there is a like before 2020 and then there's after 2020 um there's there's this sense of um before 2020 at least that like what you were doing as social activism and i'm no activist i'm really not like especially not right now i try to stay away from activism not because it is not a good thing it isn't it is an amazing thing but this whole episode is about how it really burned me out mentally and i just couldn't do it anymore but i think what was i saying oh yeah as i was saying um it waited really, it really never went above social media so the whole thing was about posting and showing that yes i support this i support this i support this so the constant support was needed right like you needed to show your support to these organizations this protest and all of that and then you would post some you know quirky thing i guess about black lives matter and how being lgbt there's nothing wrong with that and it was always about that i was following i remember an instagram account it was called anarchist bitches oh my god i just swore i'm sorry but that's the name on, on instagram i still follow them till this day but i i've been following them for about probably five years now on instagram i still follow them but i followed them and they were very rad feminist very as the name anarchist so um they were a great account. I feel like, I, from what I remember, I liked them. I liked their posts. It was very much about helping Black people, helping trans people, helping people about a part of the LGBTQ community, POC, and all of that. So I really did enjoy them a lot. But I think as you grew up, and the, I felt like the most damaging thing, too, was not only thinking as the, that... At, 15 16 you could save the world and that's your whole purpose in life and that you have to help people get educated on things that you really just it's not your problem it's not your duty to educate those people not only that but you also have that part where it's like there's this constant part of like proving that you still know your shit and you're still on that and around me people would know me as that person people would know me as like this very dedicated activist person so they would come to me with questions and be like what do you think about that and just wanting to know my opinions on things and at the time I liked it because I feel like that means people wanted to get educated right so I was like talking I I could talk for hours about certain subjects because I I, still to this day I have so many opinions but at that age it's kind of like why do y'all seek my opinion on things and i feel like people would take it as like a professional opinion i was not a professional i think that that could be so damaging to someone's brain so they hear my opinion and they run with it and you're just like wait no um i'm not a professional so please don't you know don't hold me accountable to like what i'm telling you right now just do your work but so many people didn't want to do the work didn't want to do the readings they would just go through me and i I still think it was kind of damaging not only to to the like to 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 the to the problem we're trying to solve example when it comes to black lives matter like why would you come to a 16 year old and ask her about her opinion not because i don't think it's because i think i was stupid but more like is my opinion really that like you know, valuable to the movement more so. Because I still feel like though I understood some things, I still feel like a lot of other things I really did not understand when it comes to context, when it comes a lot to history. There's a lot of things I, I'm still learning till this day that I didn't know when I was 16 years old. So why would you come to a 16-year-old and ask her, what's your opinion on that? And take that opinion and run with it. Why would you do that? Why would you do that to yourself? Why would you do that to the movement? Why, why would you do that? Like, why? So I think that could have really just, that does something to you, but also, you get tired of, I feel like, reading books in a sense of, like, all the books that I read was only, literally only about activism, or only about, like, um, history, so, like, you know, the bell hooks, Angela Davis about prison industrial complex all of these things at some point I hated reading because I was okay I was also reading bad stories but I I used to like love reading I, I went back to it recently but I used to love reading but then at a certain moment I feel like everything I was reading was for one purpose and it was for education there was no leisure in reading anymore the only leisure I was enjoying when it comes to reading was um, the web stories. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so then I stopped reading anything regarding um, like education purposes because um, though it is very much enjoyable, I saw it as a task because I had to get a better education in what I, like, what was around me. I felt pressured into it, if that makes sense. It felt like if something happened, oh, my opinion had to be out on Instagram. And why Instagram? Like, why did I, like, why did I feel like I owed Instagram my opinion on certain topics? I can talk about this all day, but it really just comes back to, The constant feel of being identified as an activist, if that makes any sense. And again, I am not an activist. I'm not doing the groundwork. I'm not doing all of that. So I am nowhere near an activist. Though I know my history, though I know all of these things, I am not an activist. But I just feel like when people around you put that label on you also, that it is you owe them right that part of yourself that part of education they don't want to do all that work they will come to you to do the work and then i don't know i think it's very much damaging and one thing that also wasted a lot of energy i feel like would be arguing with people online i am very good at that listen i had so many times on my head i had time and time and time but it is extremely damaging. It, I'm, I'm, a, I'm still on Stan Twitter. Yes, I am 21. Uh, it was my birthday, so I turned 21, and I'm still on t- on Stan Twitter. And I still spend my day defending my faves. It should be like a sickness. This is a sickness. But when I was younger, I was still doing that. I was doing this, but with ignorant people. So I could be arguing with white people on a daily, and I could do that the whole day, the whole day. Uh, people would spew ignorance at me and I would just be like no I got an answer that is you read this book this book this book like I don't know I think it again it's still so damaging because then you don't realize it like oh this all this is going on but the ignorance that people are spewing at me I'm not only reading them but I can also internalize them at an age where I didn't know internalized was a It's, I don't know. It's just, I I feel like it's a very tricky thing. Not that it's a bad thing, but I think it's a very tricky thing because then it puts this, I I would like to call it a complex because I think most people that were trying to educate themselves, especially I feel like if you're Black or a part of the LGBT community, when you're just learning your history and then you're like, oh my God, and you see that changes have not been made you like yes there has been change but has to change really you know help communities and such you feel the need to just revolutionized everything and it is not your job i'm not saying you know someone has to do it someone has to do it but you know there is probably one of my favorite youtubers her name is julesy she is so educated her, I, I don't know how she does it. I don't know how. I have no clue if she had a burnout or not. But she's, she's extremely educated, extremely well-spoken. She just knows her stuff. I aspire to be like her. And, you know, I don't know. Again, I don't know if she went through a... a Uh, burnout or not but she is so smart she just knows her stuff she just looks like she has it all together and we know social media in real life is not you know the same thing but she's such an inspiration to me and I always listen to her videos and I'm just like wow like she is someone who has done the work and you can refer to her if that makes any sense and like if you know you know you just watch her videos and you just see she done the work she's she not only done the work but she's very good at it too <laughs> like even kimberly foster for harriet amazing woman they're two black women amazing woman i love them so much i don't know that but very educated i learn from them every day and i think when i was younger i could have used people like that instead of trying to become like them in the sense of like i was trying to be these people so educated that got it all together at 15 16 year old but these women has done the work for years and years they 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 they, they've been through it they tried like they're trying to make an actual change and i feel like my social activism really started and 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 stopped at arguing online and trying to show people online that yeah i'm doing the work and yes i'm this educated person and it roots so like deeply into like a superior, a superior really complex I think, and yeah I'm shading myself, but I think it's also important to really just look at yourself and be like, you're just not, you're just not it. Like you were not it, Stacey. Like you were not. The person who was like saving the world at 16 year old you were just not that person and like that's okay but i think at such a young age i did have kind of a superiority complex because i was trying to save the why did i think i was able to save the world i i don't know if it's rooted in that complex but i would like to to believe that it is a complex that happens when not everyone at that age were getting educated we're getting uh red radicalized is that a word i don't think it's a word i'm so sorry because you're radical you can radicalize someone i don't think i'm saying that right but you get what i'm saying um you were just not that person you know and i think it's important to kind of look at yourself in the mirror and be like you know talking to your 16 year old self and be like why did that happen like why did that even occur that's so strange but it's it's um I don't know I think it's just so damaging It can be at least And then when I was 19 years old I decided to start a business And the business was about activism And one thing that I always struggle with Myself and my friends know this so much Because I cried so much about it And I really tried to reflect on it As much as I can But it's really about how I felt horrible For trying to monetize on Activism I felt horrible about that Because I was like now you're, you're just it's like i'm having a selling point it's like the selling point is about what people go through especially it was mainly well the job that i did the launch that i did was about specifically black people and black women and i felt like i was just trying to monetize that and i just felt horrible about it and i felt like my young self my 16 year old self would judge me judge me so badly because now i'm bringing capitalism and into a whole thing that that literally does not want a single thing with capitalism. Like I felt horrible about that. And when that happened until I was 19, 20 years old, um, I was still very much active. I was still very much trying to educate people. I felt like it got better. I wasn't the same Stacy that was posting and trying to educate people at 16 years old. But I was still trying to do my best part. But I still realized that like I'm not here to save the world, but me. I'm just trying to do my part, if that makes any sense. That was the mentality that I had at 19, 20 years old. But then when I launched my business, I just, I had this guilt with me. I'm, I'm, and I feel like I'm still carrying this guilt. People told me, people who have brought from me told me that they, en- they enjoyed what I did. But it seems like I can't really get past my own thoughts when it comes to... You're trying to profit off a movement that was not yours. Though I am Black, that is not my movement in the sense that I did not I did not create it. So I'm trying to capitalize off of that. And I feel horrible. So I stopped. And I was like, I, I'm not sure I can do this. And though people are like, no, this is great. This is a great movement. This is a great clothing line. This is a great all everything. I just feel like I haven't done the work to get that kind of... "Quote unquote" to pass, because I don't know. I feel like I haven't done anything. Um, I haven't done the work, so I, it just it feels kind of horrible to be like, "Oh yeah, I'm making money off of that," and though like. I did try to donate money and, you know, all of that. It just felt like it wasn't enough. I feel like if you're trying to capitalize off of a movement and do all of that, you really must have everything organized and do it the right way the first time. Or else you're really just capitalizing of a, of a movement that really did not, did not ask to be capitalized. That's the way I see it. And after that, that's when I had my burned out because with the whole business thing not only did that happen but now people that i did not know i did not know so if you remember well i said that when i was 16 people that i do know at what i did know were seeking my opinions right but it's people that i know so whatever i tell them listen girl tomorrow i'll tell you my mind changed you know like i feel like when it was people closer to me it wasn't really that huge of a problem it was just like oh my my opinion changed so this is it or this is that but now because of the business i did build a following with people wanting to buy from me wanting to hear my opinions which was not wrong but It was like, they're asking me, right? And now I'm just here like, oh, okay. I really have to think about this very, 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 like, meticulously. Because, again, I don't want people to take what I say and run with it so when people were asking me for my opinions they were like can you go on live and discuss this or can you go uh, can you can you can you dm and talk about this and i was like dm is fine because it was more like having a conversation and i had great conversation with consumers honestly with customers that i had i had great conversation we talked a lot about the prison industrial complex it was it was very good because i am an abolitionist so you know they wanted to hear my opinion about that and i was like but still you know i still i was still recommending books i was like but for reference please go read this book um because i feel like I, ha- I have not had one original thought in my whole life so I was like, I was telling them my opinions, but then I was like, but refer to this book because the whole idea really came off. Like I, I, I have my own ideas, but my own ideas are based on other people's ideas. So I was like, so refer to that book and, you know, read it and come back to me when you read it and we can really discuss and I can understand your own understa- understanding of that, of that book. And then we can discuss it. You know, uh, I think that was much more fun. But yeah i'm trying to get into the whole business thing uh financially it's been hard but i I just wanted to talk about how social activism i feel like became this it's not a weird thing that's not what i'm saying it's more like i feel like before 2020 it was a very tiring thing i still think after 2020 is much more tiring because now especially on tiktok people like just expect you to teach them stuff for free on top of that girl if you don't open a book like come on now come on but yeah that's how i felt about it i wanted to discuss that and um yeah that'll be it next episode might be about modern feminism and what's my issue with it but yeah again thank you so much for listening um i'm I'm really enjoying this so thank you thank you thank you um if you want to like Follow me on TikTok. I tried to do like this inspirational videos with my voice in the background, but 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 I'm actually liking them. So if you want to go follow me on TikTok, my personal TikTok, which I make about fashion and I make about um this podcast, you sure can. It's EarthaRolina, like Erthero and then Adelina. That's it. Um but yeah, thank you so much for listening and if you have been through this phase where you wanted to save the world so badly but now you just have a burnout and you don't want to hear anything about politics but activism about changing the world you're just trying to live uh, i get you i get you but i think i'm a i'm much more recovering right now healthily and going back to it because it is something i really did enjoy but yeah thank you so much for listening and i'll see you guys next episode bye